As a driven dentist, you see the world differently. Where some see scarcity, you see abundance. When others want to give up, you keep going. You're building an amazing life of significance. That means you can't rely on ordinary advice from ordinary advisors to get to your goals. You want advice that's going to help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and make your dent in the universe. But the fact is, this advice remains hidden because relatively few professionals are well-versed in them, and the extremely affluent don't care to let you know about them. Join us as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families. Welcome to Dental Wealth Nation. Here's your host, Tim McNeely. Welcome, everyone, to the Dental Wealth Nation show. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I can feel a little alone in my business and my life as I'm trying to make choices and sort through what's the next move I should make. And, and if you're there, too, then you are in the right spot today, because by the time we finish today, you're going to know why you should have a trusted advisor in your corner. You're going to have a new way of thinking about what success looks like, not to anyone else, but what success looks like to you. But most importantly of all, you're going to feel inspired to take passionate action, not just action. We want you to take passionate and inspired action towards your future in dentistry. And when it comes to being a trusted advisor for dentists, I love Al Galvis. Al is one of the best out there. Al Galvis is the founder and the CEO of Think Dental. And what I really love about Al is he has a passion for helping dentists achieve success on their terms. Al, welcome to the show. Oh, Tim, thank you. I am I am super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, and right, this is such an important topic. Like I mentioned, so often I, I, I kind of feel alone and, I, and I'm never really quite sure, like if I'm making the right moves, if I'm doing the right things. And so consulting really has a, a big role to play in our lives and our businesses. So before we dive in and get a little background on you, just give me a little update on kind of what consulting looks like and how you would define consulting for the purposes of today. Yeah, that's it, a great question. It's a topic that I, uh, I'm probably most passionate about. And you, you mentioned that key phrase. Uh, I think we all, and, and, and dentists as well, tend to go about that journey on their own. And that's the, that's, the, that's the worst thing you can do is when you're on a journey like random practice or practices, you know, ha having a trusted advisor, a team around you that gets to know you, gets to understand what your goals and wants are and your desires, and then provide that expert guidance, that expert insight as to how to achieve that. And everybody's journey is different. So consulting is a jam-packed word. And I think sometimes it can be interpreted just as an individual just doing consulting on production. But consulting really encompasses just how to maneuver through life, both professionally and personally as well. Yeah. Well, and as a trusted consultant and an advisor to a dentist out there, give us a little bit about, about your background. How did you get started doing this and, and why do you love it so much? Yeah. So I, I've been in dental um, embarking now a little over 14 years and uh, uh, the, the comical humor amongst my teams and, you know, my friends in dental is, gosh, Al, you've got a tool built filled of just all different levels of expertise, whether it's been helping dentists with selling their practice or buying their practice or building their practice or 
hiring or, you know, coaching. Uh, I, I've had the honor and privilege to kind of not kind of to function in each of those areas in dental. And so uh, uh, many folks have said, gosh, Al, you're a trusted advisor. And I've hung on to that term and, and, and really treasure it and value it um, of the, the impact I can make on dental in general, dentists, their staff. Um, and so, yes, uh, I, I'm honored and privileged to, to be able to be that trusted advisor for dentists. Well, and among your companies, you really have three pillars of success that that you focus on. And I think it's important for you to, to share those because, right, success is something personal. And so among your companies, how do you define success? What are those three pillars that you look towards? Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for going right down to the meat of who I am. Uh, I love it. Uh, we we have a, a, a premise that we follow at Foundation. We call it the three pillars of success for our, our organizations. And, uh, and they are, they're not interchangeable. Um, uh, they can't be uh, left out. Um, they, are, they are how we, we operate, not only on a daily basis, but across the board and all that we do. The, the first main pillar is to positively impact people. Positively impact people. That pillar is, 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 is pivotal for us. It's the foundation of what we live our lives by as individuals in our companies here, um, both personally and professionally. The second pillar is we bring our A game. We, we tell everybody on our teams, bring your A game. I mean, we all have, you know, our own challenges. Uh, we all have, you know, uh, you know, different walks of life. And we're in different stages of life. So we truly do focus on that pillar of bringing, you know, our A game. And then, and then thirdly, uh, working hard and having fun, right? Work hard. There is no substitute for that. Um, and uh, and then having fun. Life's too short, and so we we do pride ourselves in the fact of we're dealing with with people. We're dealing with individuals who have you know all sorts of emotions. And uh, this world definitely is more people that are 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 bringing light, positivity, fun. And so those three pillars. Um, Tim are the foundation of, of our companies, and uh, we we try to you know work with dentists to see the value of doing that, the benefits of that, and then many of them have instituted that same that same concept and philosophy. So it's great to watch them on that journey as well, and we're just honored and privileged to be on that journey with them when they allow us. Yeah. Well, right. And part of that journey really comes back to, to mindset. And we even talked about that in the introduction, right? We, we really want to give you listening today. We want to give you a new way of thinking about what success looks like to you. And so so mindset plays a role in that, Al. And, and when it comes to working with doctors, what are some of the common barriers that you've observed among dental entrepreneurs? And, and, and how do you help them overcome those challenges? Yeah. When when you were doing your your lead into our conversation here about you know your organization, man, it, it was it, it gave me goosebumps because we share that commonality. Um, you know, building a life based upon abundance, not scarcity. You know, uh, building whether it's wealth, uh, vitality. Uh, uh, it, it it always comes it it comes back to our mindset as individuals. And, um, and, and we're not robots, right? You know, especially with my teams, 
we too are humans and we have emotions and some days things are not great. Um, and so we get that. No, no doubt with dental, it's ever, it's an ever changing arena. Um, I, I think without question, COVID really put um, uh, a, a lot of us uh, into a, a, a mindset of, gosh, you know, uh, uh, life is short. Um, anything can happen. Um, you know, we lost that connectivity. We were shaken up by that. And uh, you know, you've got all these other elements that I think create dentists and their offices with a mindset of, oh, this isn't great. You know, uh, you know whether it's insurances or reimbursement or lawsuits or whatever it is. They're, they're, oh, and, and then we're not even talking about personally all that's going on in the world. You know, whether it be you know, unfortunately, wars and and uh, and you know all the other stuff that's out there. And so we just get inundated with all of this, I, I would say negativity, but more so just a mindset of, gosh, you know, scarcity, not abundance. And business owners like dentists, they're just a byproduct of that. And so we see so much of this negative influences that they take to heart because they care, but then they it weighs them down. And so we try to really help them with changing, you know, shifting that mindset um, understanding that what a great opportunity they have to, to positively impact people and how that plays out in their daily lives, whether it's clinically or operationally or even in their personal lives. And as we get to walk on that journey with them, we get to know them personally. There's more to just them doing, you know, working with the handpiece and syringes. Um, and so we, we've been able to really help them with that mind shift, you know, change of, Hey, have you thought of it this way? Hmm. Don't you remember, you know, how you used to do it? You know, one of the questions we ask is, why did you become a dentist? And Tim, and I know you've done this too. It's just really neat for them to pause and then think about and ponder that question. And so many times they have forgotten why they became a dentist. And everybody's story is different. There's no one common answer. And, uh, and then asking them, hey, what's that journey been like when you first started to where it wasn't, you know, whether they're a brand new dentist or a veteran, what's that journey been like? You know, walk me through it. And so getting to know them and connect with them has been super, super, uh, uh, super honoring in so many ways. Uh, and then just be able to kind of help them if they want that help as to how to rethink things. And ultimately, everybody wants success, but how are we going to get there? And so. One of the things we first do is really understand that individual, what their goals are, what their needs are, and then kind of have a game plan from there. So, yeah, yeah. it's a great question. Well, right. And you talk about abundance versus scarcity. And right, like kind of instinctually, I, I, I get a sense of what those are and kind of maybe what they look like. But but give me an example of how how a scarcity mindset may show up in your dental practice. Well, what, what does a mindset of scarcity look like? And then we'll dive in and talk about what a mindset of abundance looks like. So, so break down what the scarcity mindset looks like so that we learn how to identify that in ourselves. Yeah, one of the first questions when I have that one-to-one that -one time with that, that dentist, and you know, one of my basic questions I ask is, how are things going with you, with your practice? Um, and, you know, of course, you know, sometimes the standard, everything is fine. You know, 
when I hear things are going great out, I'm like, oh man, I want to hear, <laughs> you know, I love to hear that. But a lot of times it's fine. It's okay. Um, you know, and so I'm already getting that outwardly expression of what is going on. And a lot of it is the scarcity mindset. And then when we, when, when I, when we, or when I probe a little bit more, I hear more of the, oh, this isn't happening. We're not getting this. Unfortunately, we're encountering this. We lost a, a, a staff member. And those are all, you know, not uncommon things. But I, but without question, that outward, outwardly expression, verbally, body language, um, uh, I can, we can even get the sense of the energy in the office of that there's scarcity. And the dentists forget that they're the leaders of their, their organization, their practices. And so we see so much of that just through the fiber of what is happening with the practice, right? And, uh, and, and you know, we may be there in whatever capacity. Maybe we're there to help them with, you know, they, they're thinking about, you know, selling the practice and why. Or they're thinking about getting another office. And, and what does that journey look like? So those circumstances are, are, are always different. And so we try to understand you know, and to help them. You know, and when we hear that, when we hear the negative so much, when we hear this, the, that scarcity thing come up so much, so often, we try to figure out why, you know, what, what's making them feel that way. And then that shift is really to kind of give them that clarity again as to, well, wait a minute, tell me some of the good things that are happening with your hmm. patients. Give me a good story of, you know, somebody you've helped that, that, you know, their mindset themselves changed because of the work that you did to, on, on them or, you know, with the, with the, with the treatment case. And they so, forget that. So. so scarcity may sound like things like, you know, I just don't have enough patients coming in or my revenues are just so low, or I just don't know where I'm going to find that new hygienist. So those are all kind of scarcity. Whereas maybe abundance sounds more like, man, I was really to able to have a big impact on this patient today and really change the trajectory of their life. Or, you know, I know it's hard to find a hygienist right now, but I just have to keep looking because I know they're out there somewhere. Is that kind of the, the difference in thinking? Absolutely. Yeah. Those are great examples. And, you know, when I hear of, you know, when we hear the abundance, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I, you know, we lost our front office uh, person who's been with us for five years, but um, and we need to some, we need to have somebody who can really juggle a very you know a very chaotic schedule on a daily basis. And I'm like, oh, okay, well then that's a it's kind of a good problem to have that you need to find somebody who can handle that that type of workload. What's going on with the practice? Al, we're busting at the seams, and I go, that's great to hear, and you know, and so there's no doubt that you know it's not absolute. You know, just because you may be experiencing abundance doesn't doesn't mean there's some areas that need some help because there is scarcity to be there or vice versa. There's a, there's a bunch of a, a scarcity, but we forget to look at the abundance side of it. And so mm -hmm. that message to your point is, you know, hands down, Tim, one of the lines that are, and I, and I encourage dentists to write this down. And sometimes on post-it notes or whatnot, ask them, ask them the question, is life happening for me or is life happening to me? Hmm. And if they can really embrace that and really get them to shift to life is happening for me instead of life's happening to me, that's so freeing. That is so freeing. And part of that, too, is that, you know, we have an opportunity like yourself. And I know you do this because we work a lot together working with clients 
is getting them to be grateful for the things in their life that are things to be grateful for and remembering them. And then that, that mindset shift happens not only internally, but then that outward expression happens and the patients feel it, the staff feel it. And, uh, and so, you know, yes, we, we hear the abundance side of it. We hear the scarcity side. We hear more of the scarcity side of things than the abundance. But, you know, we try to be that, that positive, passionate light. Um, and, you know, gosh, what a great industry we're in where we can impact people's lives, these, these patients. And when we don't even get to do it directly, we just, we're in the background and just kind of helping these dentists. But it's, you know, um, my, one of my favorite stories, Tim, I got to share this, is my first time in dental, when I first embarked in dental in 07, 08, um, I remember one of the offices I went to in Woodland Hills, that doctor's since retired. And uh, uh, I remember walking down the hallway of the operatories and the staff, you know, uh, there was a little bit of a commotion. And I kind of stood back and I was watching and um, this, this, you know, elderly lady walking down the hallway, all dressed up really nice, wanted to get the doctor to come out to the hallway and speak with her. So the staff was kind of getting the doctor away from the patient that he was working on for a second. And I saw her cry and thank him for just the change she made on, uh, he made on her life. Um, it was a cosmetic case. Uh, you know, she had a lot of missing teeth and it was a, a screw retained um, denture and, and she got to eat, you know, hard, you know, textured food. And it brought a tear to my eye. Like this lady was impacted by this man and what a great honor. And I, and I hung on to that story. And to this day, here we are 14 years later, I still think about that story of that mm. doctor was able to positively impact that lady's life for as long as she was going to live. And so I, I looked at that as the abundance that that dentist created for somebody. And I'm sure he was super busy. And he was, he had his gloves on, his loops on, and and he gave her a hug, like an air hug, because he was, you know, he had his, uh, you know, his scrubs on and whatnot. But, hmm. you know, that story, I, I've not forgotten uh, of the impact that dentists can make on people's lives. And, and I, oh. I'm just there sometimes to remind them of that. Oh, what a, what a powerful story, right? Years later to remember that, right? It really shows the impact that, that you have and, you know, out on your patients. So coming back to, right, kind of abundance and scarcity, right? You're known for helping dentists buy and sell practices or buy and sell real estate. You know, how does the mindset of abundance or scarcity factor into those things? So, you know, maybe for a, a new associate who's working as an associate in a job, how does abundance and scarcity play into that choice to get their first practice or to buy some real estate or, or get a building? Do you see that mindset have an impact on, on whether they're ready to move forward or not? Yes. Um, gosh, with, with new, with doctors who are looking to whether, you know, buy a practice or build a practice as their first one, um, the uncertainty of what that journey looks like creates fear, right? There, they're 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 fearful because it's the unknown for them, and um, and then so you hear scarcity. You'll hear words like, "I have a lot of a lot of you know a lot of loan debt." Um, I'm not sure if this is the right path for me. Um, you know, uh, uh, I'm questioning 
you know, uh, uh, you know, is this the area I want to do dentistry in? Um, you know, there's all these question marks of fear and, you know, hands down, um, you know, there's the same folks that I've come across that are like super excited about this next chapter in their life to open up their first practice or buy their first practice because of the impact they want to make on people's lives. And so it goes back to that mindset. What what is their goals? What are their desires? Why are they looking, you know, why, why are they looking to do you know, to, to embark on this next step in their in their careers, the professions? Hmm. So understanding, you know, that, you know, that that reasoning really helps us how to help them navigate through that. You know, and sometimes, you know, we're just there to just be the encourager and 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 that trusted advisor to help them, you know, whether it's that immediate need. And sometimes, Tim, as you know, it, it may take years. You know, it may take years before they embark on that next chapter. And that's okay because, you know, we encur we're encouraging them. The timing has to be right for them. What's in their best interest? And to kind of reshape what that looks like, you know, don't look at those challenges. Look at the opportunities hmm. that you'll have you know, one of the things that I, I see with a lot of dentists, if we're on the topic of associates, they've been working for an individual or individuals or different offices. And they they come back and and uh, they're ready to make that next step where they want to be the boss or the decision maker or that leader. And and I remind them of that that was a great journey you took where you learned so much from these different offices both things to do and things not to do and they're like yeah you know what you're right i, I i've learned that not all of those elements i'm going to incorporate when i have my own practice and i go that's a that's a huge benefit you learned on somebody else's time and dime and uh it's getting them to think that way and, and see that from that that different perspective Hmm. And then that gives them, you kind of see a, a sparkle in their eye. They go, yeah, I am ready for this. I'm like, great. You know, let's, let's talk about that. Well, what direction shall we go? So yes, it's a, it, it is that mindset that um, we get to help sometimes shift, but ultimately it's, it's on the dentist's shoulders to make that happen. Yeah. Not us. We're just there to partner with them. So, so really scarcity and abundance plays a role in acquiring your first practice or even buying some real estate for your practice. I'm guessing it can play a large role in actually deciding to transition out of your practice also, can it? It can, yeah. You know, so, so many dentists, um, uh, you know, timing is a big part of it, right? They, they've been practicing a, for a number of years and they're not sure if they're ready to move into that retirement phase of their, their careers, right? And and before we say, yeah, let's sell your practice, let's let's talk about, you know, why is why is it now? What what is you envision it to be? You know, was there a timetable? Was there a game plan? One of the first questions I ask, whether it's a new dentist or uh, a, a doctor who isn't isn't looking to sell, is what is your exit strategy? What does that look like? And it, it catches doctors off guard because it, they really haven't thought much about that. And when I've asked, like, wow, I've only been in practice for five years or 10 years. Okay, well, that's great. What does that extra strategy looks like? What, what is that roadmap? 
you know, do you have a roadmap? And it gets them to think a little bit more about that. And mind you, I may not be able to be, you know, helping them in that journey anytime soon. It's just really more so as a trusted advisor, you know, how are you looking at that? And then just helping them maneuver through that times. We, I, I just recently had a doctor, we did a, um, we did an evaluation for, and uh, he's thinking he wants to retire three to five years. And I said, great. We're talking about this now, which is a big, a big plus. And we were able to discover some areas of deficiency and really quite frankly is areas that he had that scarcity mindset. And I said, well, it's going to take us some time to, you know, ultimately change these things to your betterment. Right. And you're going to be able to pass on the legacy of your practice to somebody else and potentially in a much better stage. He got super excited, Tim. He got super passionate. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to I want to have something really vibrant and, you know, super excited about. So when I hand it off, I feel great about it. And I went, yes. And so, you know, it, it's and he has a small practice of four ops. But just to see that that mind shift, you know, hmm. the mindset, you know, shifting is, is pretty cool. And, and we all listen, I don't have it figured out. I want, you know, please understand that. And to, to the audience and listeners, um, you know, sometimes we don't have the answers. And so part of what we do too, is we, you know, we go to our networking resources and, and, and find out what could be a good answer for that scenario. Yeah. And like yourself, you know, referring doctors on, you know, wealth management and whatnot, you know, cause we're, we don't do that. And so, you know, so many of us have the ability to, you know, help those doctors, especially those selling doctors to kind of, kind of not kind of to do that mind mindset shift. And, and that's cool. Yeah. So you've been listening to the dental wealth nation show and we've been talking with Al Galvis about why you should have a trusted advisor in your corner and we've been talking about mindset and really the importance of, of having an abundance mindset and not seeing the world through through scarcity. And so, Al, let's just talk a little bit about right trusted advisor. What what does that mean, right? That's a term I think that gets gets tossed around a lot. And so, as you talk about trusted advisor, why is this so important? Yeah, um, I was taught years ago by one of my coaches. Uh, there's a progression that we can take on the non-dental side, right? You know, we're, we're not clinicians. I don't have a, a, a DR in front of my name. So uh, that journey was, are, are you going to be a rep of some sort? Are you going to be a consultant? Or are you going to be a trusted advisor? And there is a progression that you have to work on to get to that trusted advisor role. And, you know, trust really is a byproduct of um, you have to earn that. That doesn't just get late. You don't just have a title and people accept that. You have to earn that. And uh, and it takes time to earn that, right? In any relationship, regardless of whether it's a business relationship or, you know, a personal relationship or friendship, you have to earn that trust. And that comes in time. And uh, And so for us, for me, I've been blessed to be in this industry for 14 years and I'm looking forward to having another 44 years and cause I really love the dental industry and uh, the, the opportunity we have to impact people positively 
in their lives. Um, and so that trust comes from, you know, understanding what, what is truly in their best interest because not every solution can be applied across the board. And so, um, and then of course, when you help people, even if there's no, in our case, no monetary benefit, but you're just helping people, you're positively impacting them. That in itself is just an awesome opportunity in life to come alongside and just help somebody. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, the byproduct of that is people talk, right? And they say, you should talk to Al. You know, you should talk to Tim. You know, you should talk to the guys that think dental. And uh, and that's that's pretty neat because then that trust starts formally because, you know, you, you, you've built that. You It took time to get there. And, um, and then, you know, of course, once you have that trust, people will listen. And... Uh, and that's when you can advise. And we make it a point to, when we say bring our A game, you know, we better be, you know, we better have our A game on. And because people are counting on us, they're counting on me and you, Tim. Um, and, and that's a very special place to be. And we have to really, you know, focus and, and, and protect that. Yeah. And so that, that title to me is an earned title. It's a title that's very delicate. You know, it's a title that is not given to most people. So we strive to work towards that trusted advisory title. Uh, And so even thinking through, right, trusted advisor, what are some things a trusted advisor can really help those dentists think through? What what are the things and the roles of a trusted advisor? Yeah. Um, Once we understand their, 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 their needs, their wants, their desires, their goals, helping them achieve those needs, wants, desires, and goals, then they begin to realize they can count on you. Now, mind you, we not be, we may not be able to be qualified in a specific area, and that's okay. Let's help them find somebody. You know, you, you and I have worked with clients where I don't know much about wealth advisement. I can pretend to know about it, but that doesn't do anybody any good. So now that they, you know, we ha- I may have a trust built there. So I bring them to somebody who can help them in that specific arena because I trust them. I, I trust you, Tim. I know you're going to take great care of anybody that I present to you or introduce you to. And so, you know, or if they, if they have an accounting need, right? There are certain individuals we talk to that we trust, right? I am not an accountant, you know, if they need, if they're going through a legal matter, you know, good or bad, whatever the case may be. I'm not, I'm not an attorney, but I've got some great attorneys that I work with that I trust. And so even, you know, like, like any leader, we may not have all the answers to that scenario, but that's okay. We've got teams and partnerships to help that dentist achieve whatever goal or challenge that they're facing. And when you do that enough times, before you know it, they're coming to you for, hey, Al, uh, you know, I need help with construction. <laughs> My wife will tell you, Tim, don't have Al hang up a, a, a artwork on the wall because I'm not good at it. <laughs> I think I am. I put the leveler on there and it's off-centered. But, um, but yeah, so they come to you for just other needs. And so... Uh, doctors want to know, and to your point earlier, they don't have to do this journey alone. And guess what? Nor do I or we. 
And that's why you surround yourself with other great trusted people in our, in our lives. How do you recommend a dentist finds a trusted advisor and someone to really help them through their journey? How do we go about finding the right people? Yeah, well, you've got two people on this podcast right now, you and me, right? We know we've been in this business long enough to guide people through whatever potential question or challenge or need that they have. So give you a call, give me a call. And, and uh, if we're able to help them specifically on their need, you know, internally within our organizations, we'll do it. But if we can't, the first thing we're going to do is refer them to somebody that can and, and has proven to us that they're going to do a great job for that need. So when we really hone in on, when we say bring our A game, we want to make sure that when we're at the table or in a meeting or on a call, and we, we gather that information of what, how we can help that dentist or a staff member. We've already developed relationships with other people like ourselves that are like-minded, that share a lot of the same mindsets that we do. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's what you tend to, to, to network with, to spend time with for people like yourself. Yeah. And so that becomes really, it doesn't become very difficult to find you know, th those solutions for those doctors as their trusted advisor. And then they come back to me and say, Oh, thank you so much. Tim was awesome. Oh my gosh. I, I couldn't thank you enough. It makes me look good, but I I'm just there to help, you know, to yeah. positive, positively impact people. Because I, I think people do really struggle finding the, those trusted advisors sometimes. And actually I laid out a, a process in Dental Wealth Nation. And there's three things I always tell people to look for. Number one is look for someone who's a thought leader. Are they writing? Are they speaking? Are they publishing within the dental industry? The second way you can really find a trusted advisor is talk to your peers, right? The next time you're at a, at a meeting or CE course, a dental society, that's the person sitting next to you. Who, who are you working with? And then lastly, referrals from some of your existing professionals are great ways, right? Ask your CPA, ask your attorney, ask your practice broker, ask your wealth advisors, who are you working with? Because oftentimes professionals have built very deep networks and you can find trusted advisors using those, those three ways. Because I, I do think people really struggle sometimes finding that, that trusted advisor. Yeah. And so, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I was going to say, right. So we've been talking about mindset. We've been talking about trusted advisors. Uh, aside from mindset, are there some other key actions or strategies that you really find helpful for dentists defining their, their success in, in moving forward? Yeah. Um, hands down. We all need a coach in life. Hands down. You know, whether it's major CEO of major organizations, um, you know, or in the athletic realm, you know, that's probably most prevalent. You, you hear about coaches, um, uh, you know, you hear about, you know, on the personal side, life coaches, you know, w without question, again, just echoing, echoing your statement when we first started this, this time together was don't do life on your own. And so I would highly encourage every dentist to have some level of coaching. Now, whether it's a business coach or a life coach or, you know, whatever that may be, it's so important to have that individual at your side 
walking you through that journey together. And, and it can be informal, absolutely. You know, you can have, you know, a team, an individual or a team of individuals who are, you know, guiding you through this journey. Um, just careful who those coaches are. So many times I, I, I can't come across dentists who get information, advice from, you know, their, their colleagues, their friends, and that's fine. I'm not saying not to do that. But you also want to make sure that when you are making decisions to, you know, to connect with those individuals, those trusted advisors, those coaches who are going to properly guide you because not everybody's created the same or equal. Not everybody has the same goals. Not everybody has, you know, that's that same you know, mindset or that personality. And so hands down, you know, and I know sometimes dentists go, yeah, I've tried a consultant before. And then that gives me an opportunity to understand why. But, you know, there, there is that, you know, I, I've got a coach. I know you do too. And, and oh, yeah. you know, we, we need coaches in our life and dentists hands down. Gosh, if, if the, if the, you know, major CEOs of major organizations have coaches, there's a reason for that, you know? And so uh, I, I would echo that and highly suggest a dentist get a coach. Well, right. And I've never known of any elite athlete that doesn't have a coach, right? That's what blows my mind is so often in business, we think, you know, our success is all dependent on us. We've got to do it alone. We've got to pull up our bootstraps. We have to have all the answers. But the reality is professional athletes, the people who are making hundreds of millions of dollars a year in golf or football or or baseball, they all have coaches. And, and there's a reason they do that. But yet in business, I think we're still shy. And, and, and do you think mindset plays into that? And, and, and why, when it comes to getting a, a business coach or a coach for a practice, why do you think there, there's a hesitancy to do that? Yeah, I think... I think what happens in in those scenarios is you'll hear you'll hear the phrases that we hear that are scarcity phrases. Oh, that's really expensive. Uh, I don't have time to have a coach. Um, uh, uh, it's not worked for me before. Or I know my friend or brother or whoever. Uh, it didn't work for them. And so you you hear these comments of scarcity. And, and I can understand that, you know, is there a cost factor to it? Sure. Is there a time component to it? Sure. Um, does it, does it always work? Maybe not, but hands down to your point, Tim, you know, if, 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 if there's a common denominator amongst very successful people, they have somebody, a mentor, a coach who is guiding them through decision-making. I mean, that even starts at the home, right? You know, if, if we have children, we have an opportunity to be their coach, right? When they go play soccer, you know, on Saturday mornings, they're just not running around by themselves. They have a coach to kind of guide them through and, and herd them through that, you know, that, 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 that journey of a game. Um, and so, yes, hands down, you know, the scarcity mindset is not, it's not going to work for me or I'm okay with, without it. And it's just so interesting, you know, so many of the dentists that you and I have come across that are doing quite well, that are, you know, have thriving businesses and practices and are well off financially. Um, so many of them, some of the common denominators is they have a coach. And some of them are informal. I asked a doctor the other day, 
He says, yeah, my, my, uh, my professor, I still call him to this day after 20 years and he's always available to me. And he's telling me, walk me through some mm. scenarios. And I'm wow. like, oh, that's cool. That, and so it's not a formalized relationship, but it was definitely somebody he looked upon as a coach. And I'm, I'm not saying you can't have that. And, and I encourage that, but also formalizing it because one thing a coach d- definitely does hands down is going to number one, come alongside, understand what your, what your goals are. And then they're going to hold you accountable. And the accountability, as you and I know, Tim, is the, the big factor, the big factor in achieving success, being mm-hmm. passionate. Because when you have somebody, you know, that personal trainer says to me, Al, write down what you ate this week. <laughs> I got to write down. I had two donuts this afternoon, which I did. And then I got to go. He's like, come on. And so, yeah, so it's uh, that accountability factor is is just so invaluable. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, Al, we've been talking about the importance of having a trusted advisor in your corner. And I certainly have a much better understanding of that. And I know you as our listeners have a better understanding of that, too. I, I also have a new way of really thinking about what success looks like. And it comes down to that abundance mindset as a, opposed to scarcity. So, so thank you for, for serving us so well. And, and I know our audience certainly feels more inspired to get out there and take passionate action towards their future in dentistry. But before we sign off here, any closing thoughts or, or last words of wisdom from you? Yeah, just to, just to reiterate, uh, dentists have an amazing opportunity to really impact people's lives. And I will tell you, that's one thing um, that I, I've seen dentists sometimes forget. Not all. You know, many of them are you know, still passionate about that. But just that opportunity to impact you know, people's lives is just so neat. Um, the second thing is, you know, we are, you know, we are in a in a society, and especially, you know, for the for those of us, you know, that um, are here local in, in Southern California or California or in the nation, what a great platform of opportunity we have. We really do. And and I love, you know, that word entrepreneurs, right? Because dentists are that. They really are when they are embarking on this 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 journey of being a dentist and providing care and then when they embarking on becoming a, a business owner that's that's a that's a great opportunity in so many ways whether it's you know building an abundance of wealth building an abundance of just richness in their lives with their teams i see so many dentists having an opportunity to really positively impact the the uh, staff you know and to see those relationships just blossom where they're watching their kids be born and their kids have kids. And it's just not to forget that there's an amazing opportunity for these dentists to just impact patients, staff, and uh, be an amazing industry. Yeah. And if someone wants to reach out to you and get some trusted advice from you, how do we find you? Absolutely. Yeah. Feel free to uh, visit us at uh, thinkdental.net. So thinkdental.net. Um I'll give out my cell phone. It's uh, area code 818-298-9770. Um, we, we just launched a, a, a Think Dental 
YouTube channel. We're coming out with some new YouTube videos. So um, I'll share that with you, Tim, and we can post that out there. But yeah, go to our website, uh, reach out to me via cell phone. You can send me an email at al at thinkdental.net. That comes directly to me. Uh, I'd love to help any way I can. And uh, I would be honored just to participate in that journey with uh, with dentists and, and their, their teams. Well, hey, thank you, Al, for sharing so generously. Thank you for helping us really work on our mindset and think differently about thinking about dental. You've been a great guest as always, and uh, we can't wait to see you again here on the Dental Wealth Nation show. We'll see you again soon. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Dental Wealth Nation. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Join us next time as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families and help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love. Till next time, make sure to hit the website at dentalwealthnation.com. 